Welcome into Rossi on Wrestling, the seventh edition. We've made seven of these, Billy. Seven. Seven weeks? Seven weeks. Actually, kind of six weeks. We All did, right. we did well, an episode that's even better. It is. More than it, consistent. It's been a hell of a ride so far, and we have finally turned the calendar to 2019, so that means another 365 days, 363. Is it a leap year? I don't know. Hopefully 52-plus episodes. For us? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be 50-plus episodes yeah, that's a goal. That's a New Year's resolution yeah, here. Yeah, 52 plus. I like that. And then also a New Year's resolution is to uh, watch more quality wrestling. Well, that that depends on the WWE's product. And well, th- it was actually, well, what are we going to do here first? You set well, the agenda. We'll set the agenda. But we, I just wanted to just overall, 2019, do you have any personal New Year's resolutions you want to share? Um, wow, Desmond is fired tonight. Yeah, uh, my cat is fired up. He's ready to go. He's, he's ready for 2019. His New Year's resolution, run around the apartment more. I don't know. My New Year's resolution, I really don't usually believe in any of those things. Good. But, um, Good start. Self-awareness usually is always a key for me. Nice. I like to be self-aware. I'm usually not. So, I like it. I uh, I threw in read more books and audio counts. Audio books count. All right. Then I could actually do that. I don't actually, I don't. I was an English major and I don't read anymore. It ruined reading for me. I can imagine. Well, then because it's become more of like a – that seems like more of a pain in the butt. Oh, like you have was. to. Not, it's not for joy. But actually reading a book that's kind of fascinating to this podcast and something that you've talked about. It's a book called Finish by John Acuff. But uh, that's not the fascinating part. He talks about listening to podcasts and audiobooks in 1.5 speed. That's great. You get so much more in. And I just like to consume content. It's tough to do it with TV. Sure. <laughs> oh, Desmond's talking today. He's, he's ready. Might make his first audio appearance on the podcast. I think that one did. He probably picked up. He, uh, But no, but it's, it's fascinating because he talks about how, like, just if you're trying to get more things done, how do you do them in a more pleasurable and faster way? And he said listening to an audiobook or a podcast at 1.5 speed. Once you get used to it, it's great. I, I don't when know if I, I can do it. When I hear clips of people's podcasts, like today, the Jabberknocker posted a thing on Seth Rollins, which I think we'll get into a little bit because I totally agree. But I heard them talking at a normal speed, and these are my friends, and I was like, oh, I don't like this at all. Like, it sounds so slow. It makes, I hate it. It makes me think, like, are people listening to me right now at 1.5 speed? Yeah, it is pretty. I, I listen to us when I listen yeah. back to pick up my ticks, and we, we talk pretty fast. I'm we a pretty fast really talker. Fast, yeah. I'm like a speed demon. I'm like the Micro Machines guy, uh, chubbier and shorter. But uh, I don't know. I just I, It blew my mind when that came up. But, yeah, reading more books is one of my New Year's resolution. And, like I said, trying to watch more quality wrestling. So whether that's WWE, maybe dipping into New Japan or New Company, which will start off with the worldwide wrestling news. We'll go around the globe when it comes to wrestling news this week. But we'll start off on a sad note. Hate to start 2019. New Year fresh. Great things are going to happen for me, for you, for everybody. But it starts off on a downer. Let me tell you something, Gene Mean. Oh, yeah. (laughs) One of my favorite segments, uh, Chris Jericho, uh, he was always great. And I think when you go back and you watch Mean Gene and you watch his interview style, it's completely different than anybody today because he would go at people. He was Mean Gene. He would go at, like, uh, Sullivan Taskmaster. I don't know what the hell spew you're talking right now. And he would go after Scott Steiner. He was just such a a presence and i think he's one of those guys for me like sensational sherry was where if i had stopped watching wrestling 15 20 30 years ago i'm you know five years old i would remember 
mean Gene Okerlund because he was always there. He did. He had a great presence. We had a, you know, with my real life job of uh, being a producer at WEI, we had Jim the Wrestling Goon, who's a pretty widely famous from like 20 years ago uh, caller to WEI. I mean, famous relatively speaking. Well, everybody's, when you work in the world that I work in, everybody thinks things are famous that aren't. And everybody knows everything. But nonetheless, uh, he called in today and t- said, Mean Gene Oakland is the best sports broadcaster, or maybe broadcaster, got the most out of his talent than anybody. Forget about Oprah, Ronaldo, Ronaldo, the soccer player, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ricky Lake, I forget who else he was mentioning, but he's like, he got the most out of them. And we're like, Geraldo Rivera, Geraldo, yeah, was that what you were trying to I think I was oh, trying to. Man. Yeah, I, I, I mess up a lot of words. Another quick um, side story. When I was little, my parents told me my mom, my real mom and dad were Geraldo Rivera and Connie Chung. I don't know why. Uh, that's a little weird. Yeah. I feel bad. A lot of therapy for that one. <laughs> Save the bills. Uh, Going to have to you know, cut back on some things. But nonetheless, um, yeah, Mean Gene was just – you're right. The, his presence was incredible. His reactions to things were incredible. That, I think, is what made him special. He reacted to everything, whether he was talking to a heel and the heel was saying something awful. He'd be like, oh, how dare you say that? Like, he was like kind of the voice of like the fans in a time when he was a it was character. so real. He was yes. part of the program. He was – a lot more like announcers are today, like the color and the play-by-play guys, because the people behind the scenes now, I mean, even you go back to Kevin Kelly and Michael Cole, they were a little bit more involved in it. I love, I, I like almost all of the ones they have. They're all pretty good. Renee was the closest recently yeah, that, see, to being an actual interviewer. But now Charlie, I would like to have more personal interaction with her, but it's pretty much, she's just like a... I'm sure a, you would like to have a little oh, personal she interaction. Is, she is one of the most beautiful women in the world. She is tightened up and has gotten... Re- they have... She has done everything right over I, the last I've never seen year. her look bad. No, not that life. she ever looked oh, yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah, see yeah. I'm when... I'm just saying, like, she is breathtakingly beautiful. Yeah, she's got it going on. But it's funny I mean, Gene rocked a seriously great mustache. The best... Mu- I, I will say this. The best mustache in wrestling up there with the, Up there with, I think... And this, if you want to give him the big, a huge compliment, up there with the Burt Reynolds and uh, oh. who's the other guy, uh, Tom Selleck. It is it's Tom that Selleck, level probably the most iconic mustache. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was, and I just think it's a go through any Black Jack Lanza, Hulk Hogan's, whoever, Martin Rick Mull. Rude, any of the best wrestling mustache. He is definitely number one in oh, my yeah. book. But yeah, it's definitely a huge, uh, sad um, story there to start the year. He passed away in Florida today. He had three kidney failures or transplants, and his family said he he fell, I guess, a few weeks ago, and that led to his passing today. So Mean Gene, 76 years young. And he was one of those guys, I think, up there with Bobby Heenan that was well-loved, well-respected. Everybody loved this guy. Everybody put out all the, you know, the posts today. And they should. I mean, I've seen this guy on the, uh, what was that, the Legends House? Oh, yeah. Excellent. He was beloved. (laughs) He was wild. He was awesome. He was just a great man, and I I think there's so many good things to remember and watch with Mean Gene. And lastly, it looks like WrestleMania 7 continues to dwindle down to, like, I think three living or five living people. I think WrestleMania 8 is getting up there, too, for people. I was watching an old Rumble last night where more than half of the ring and there were a lot of people in there were gone oh yeah that was gonna be tough and we, maybe we'll uh we'll that's a little teaser for later we'll be watching a rumble um and then other big big news when it comes to world of wrestling all elite wrestling the rumors the innuendos Logo's the things cool. official now logo great very ecw-esque very clean different with the gold and white it's official now all elite wrestling has announced not only that they're a company with a big announcement coming on january 8th if you're listening to us we're recording on january 2nd so we'll have some more information on that next week but they announced that there will be double or nothing it'll be a follow-up to all in and uh, reports that have come out since their announcement come midnight they debuted a video at midnight on new year's day 
Um, what's going to happen is Tony Khan, brother of Shaka Khan, uh, yep. Shad Khan, actually, uh, owner of the James G- Khan. G- yes, his great dressings. Um, actually, that's Newman. Paul Newman yeah. has the dressings. So anyway, Shad Khan's brother, Tony Khan, multi-gajillionaire, will be serving as the president and funding and majority funding backer of the company, while the Young Bucks and Cody, also known as Cody Rhodes when he gets his name back, will serve as vice presidents of the company. And they are currently searching for a television deal and want to be working on Tuesday nights come the fall. Why? Because it's going to take up where SmackDown left off. Where SmackDown then will depart to Fridays. So it is an interesting story. I- I'm... I'm pumped for it because I actually believe in this one. Uh, there was a rumors of Jim Ross and Jericho also trying to become part of a company, which looks like it's tying into this. It looks like those two will be a part of the all elite wrestling. And I think maybe in a future episode or stuff, we can probably start to speculate who could jump ship to this because those guys are tied in deeply. I mean, it could be good. There's a lot of stuff that I want from my wrestling that I'm not getting today. So maybe this will be it, but they are really going to have to prove quite a lot early. Yeah, it's obviously very early, but this is officially happening. We don't know any launch stuff. And again, January 8th, there'll be another stream you can check out, uh, Being the Elite, the YouTube page that Cody and the Young Bucks run. Um, Also this week, talking about some signings, uh, Pat McAfee, former uh, uh, punter. Punter. How do you call him a kicker? Barstool Sports. Yeah, he was there. So he was formerly of the Colts, retired at the age of 29, went to Barstool Sports, became one of their most popular people on their uh, Barstool uh, radio. Left there, has been doing kind of random side jobs. Been, I think he was on the latest TLC and Survivor Series pre-show. Was he really um, for yeah, WWE? Yeah, he's been doing oh, pre-shows. Shows how much I watched the pre-show. Yeah, well, it's a lot of time now, these shows. Um, but he assigned a deal with WWE, and he posted and talked about it on the Pat McAfee Show, a podcast he hosts, saying that he doesn't know the extent of it yet. He hosts the Pat McAfee Show? He is, yeah. Okay. Maybe a co-host. <laughs> like Ben Roethlisberger has a show, radio show, but he just comes on and talks. Jerry Jones, the same thing. No, the Jerry no. Jones Show, but it's like me and you talking to Jerry Jones. That's awful. Yeah. Oh, it is awful. You should listen to that sometime for a good laugh. But anyways, uh, Pat McAfee said he doesn't know the extent. He knows they want him for different content purposes, but he doesn't know how much of an on-screen role he will have. My guess is pre-shows and probably some WWE network show. I mean, they need a, an injection of a guy like that, so uh, I'll take it. I'd yeah. like to see him on something else besides the pre-show because... There's too much wrestling to watch to watch all the pre-show stuff. That's true. And speaking about a lot of wrestling, this week, the major New Japan Pro Wrestling Wrestle Kingdom 13 will air this Friday, January 4th, live in the United States at 2 a.m. Woohoo! Yeah, I won't watch it, that. No, that's a tough one. The card doesn't jump out to me like it has in years past, where I've actually thought about when I wake up at like 6, because that's right around the time it'll end. Um, watching it like when you had Okada, Omega, Styles, um, Nakamura. There's been some really great matches. We'll, I'll go over some of the important ones and get your thoughts. But uh, you can watch it uh, if you want to stream it on New Japan streaming service or for the first time ever, the Fight app, which I keep hearing great things about. Yeah, I wanted to watch some of that stuff that they did at All In, but, yeah. Yeah, I'm, but not gonna, no, I'm not going to buy a la carte just to hear Bruce Pritchard roast. I didn't hear enough good stuff. So. Yeah, and eventually it'll all be on YouTube. Let's not kid ourselves. Yeah. I'm, I'm free uh, content. I like that. All the way. And so uh, the fight. By the way, this podcast free. Yeah, make free make free content available. That's it's out there. And then you get make people pay for stuff later once yeah. you get popular enough. Uh, we so have the, ads that you're gonna want to skip. Don't worry. Yeah, that's fine. We can just hit the pl- plus fifteen seconds. Um, so if, yeah, for the first time ever, we'll be on the fight app for thirty four ninety nine, which actually isn't that bad if you really were to order a pay per view in the. That's old school pay-per-view. pricing. That's pretty good. I mean, that's, that's like nineteen ninety nine pricing. So yeah, that's, that's not back the worst. like those were in your houses. Like WrestleMania is even back in the day with thirty four ninety nine. So that's you know twenty years later still paying. That's good. But uh, here's some of the matches that jumped out to me. Matches I think we'll you'll be talking about are here. 
hearing about or if you're you know YouTube follower like people we talking about these ones you have the never weight open weight cha- never open weight championship yeah say that five times fast no uh, Kota Abushi will be taking on Will Ospreay which I could already see that being a match of the air candidate right I mean it'll weight. be one of those dancing matches actually those guys sell a lot more than I've ever given them credit for Ospreay not so much as Kota Abushi but it'll be a good match yeah, no and, then, and then you have the Rev Pro British Heavyweight Championship with Ishii versus Zack Sabre Jr. I think another similar style match. Hard hitting, a lot of crazy action in that one. Um, and then you have the IWGP Tag Team Championship with the Gorillas of Destiny versus Evil and Sonata versus the Young Bucks. Don't forget now. We'll, this will be their last one, probably. It looks right? like this will be it for the Young Bucks. They're going in there as a challenger. Speaking of a championship match, you have the IWGP United States Championship with Cody, also known as Cody Rhodes, also known as Brandy Rhodes' husband, also known as Grandson of a Plumber, also known as the American Nightmare, also known as the guy... A.K.A. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mr. Steel, your I girl, probably, going. yeah. Uh, um, he is going up against Juice Robinson, formerly known as... This is the guy we were... I couldn't remember his name when he was in WWE. He was the one with the sign, Save the World. Oh, that guy's great. I love uh, him. What was his name I in WWE? I forget his name again, but yeah, Daniel Bryan took his gimmick. He sure did. Uh, and brought it to the next level. Yeah, but Juice Robinson... I don't know. He had a... He was a great character oh, he in was. NXT. They could have made him pretty big on the main level. They could have. They didn't. And he yeah. left. But he won, but he felt like he wasn't being used right. And he's gone to New Japan and has been killing it. So that, I'm assuming he'll be taking that United States title. Then you have the Intercontinental Championship with Chris Jericho, which sometimes you forget that he's over there. Chris and Jericho. Intercontinental be- Champion, like he was like nine times in the WWE. Yeah, still the record holder. And he will be taking on Naito, who is a guy that a lot of people don't realize. He's a 43 year old wrestler at this point. And if you just Google Naito in like 2005. Oh, so that's a WWE match. It's two really old people. Yeah, basically, but it's not the main main event. You have uh, Akusha Okada, I don't think I said his first name right, um, versus Jay White, which is basically Okada. Where's Kenny Omega? He's in the main event. Uh, Okada, obviously, he's been killing it. He's been champion. He had all these great matches. It's kind of slowed down, and now he's going against Jay White, who is like this great, pardon the pun, white hope for New Japan, especially in their crossover to America. And then the main event, Kenny Omega versus Tanahashi, who won the G1 Classic to get this title shot rumors obviously of omega maybe jumping to all elite so we'll see i think the outcome of that match will be very telling now i don't follow this as closely as probably a lot of people do who are into like all these different kinds of wrestlings but i will say for a person like me you turned me on to kenny omega i turn a lot of people on just ask and, my wife well well <laughs> okay fine fair <laughs> enough well i'll ask her later but he is if you've never seen a full match it is totally worth it if you're listening to this podcast you probably have but i know there's some people out there who haven't so definitely, like, Kenny Omega is legit. He's probably never going to come to WWE, so you got to go see him somewhere else. Yeah, and I would say the one th- – if I could give if a suggestion – If he goes to All Elite, Oh, that's going to be huge. And I believe – It'll be big. I think it'll be – yeah, that's a good way of putting it. I'm, I'm probably over-exaggerating how big this thing could be, but I hope it is big. I hope it's huge. I want more competition. We'll get into that when we do our 2009 predictions. But before we do that, let's get into the good – the bad in the billy. No. Come oh, on. yeah. Come no, on. No, no, no. It's okay. Straight up when he's down. God damn it. The ugly of this week in wrestling. Basically, our rundown of Raw and SmackDown. And so there was a lot where I was like, okay, I like where this is going. And then there was a lot where I was like, uh, I kind of wish that didn't happen. And That basically sums up. Yeah. But, I mean, and the thing that I really gathered from this, and I was watching Infinity Wars again. Oh, it's a great movie. Which is about three hours, right? Two, two and a half. Two and a half. But so it flies. It flies. Raw never flies. It's three hours yeah. every week. And you talk to people and you're like, oh, that movie's three hours? Oh, God. Three-hour movie? It's like, dude, I, I realize I do this every Monday night. And the 
producing's usually bad, the directing's usually bad, and the writing's usually bad. And that was there was a lot of stuff where I really liked it this week. And then I was like, if you just had somebody who knew how to direct them, or you knew how to produce it a little bit better, or write it a little bit better, like build the tension of these things, build the tension of Seth Rollins. Like I know we're gonna get into all this stuff, but we can start off with the good. But there was so much like. There were good ideas all over the place that they just didn't execute on. Yeah, I popped on my positive wrestling hat. I like to start off with the good, even though it's probably a backwards way. It's like doing the easy homework first and getting the harder. But nonetheless, the first thing I really like, they made the official announcement. People have been talking about this. It's been on like Twitter through WWE. But Triple H came out during a Seth Rollins promo to say there is no more automatic rematch clause. Why that's good is because it seemed to hamstring title changes to be an automatic rematch so let's just say when you know name a title like rusev beat um, oh yeah anything it would be uh, like oh, nakamura then you know we're probably gonna get two months more of it enough is enough or you're gonna just get a rematch on that next tuesday or monday depending on the brand enough and they have eliminated it they don't do the whole you go to the back of the line type of mentality but it's like you don't get an automatic rematch if you want to get a rematch you have to earn it they did that also with aj styles even though he's gotten like 500 i mean rematches. all of this stuff is fine i don't mind it but just Still, you got to make the stories work, and if they but do I think that, this is a good way of using. It's not a crutch anymore. The Triple H, not, the Triple H thing was fine. I get it, but I, I've already seen that type of promo with those two before, so it wasn't. But we've never heard that this is the beginning of yeah. a new era of like no more rematch calls. So if you lose your title, you don't. We're not going to see that rematch 50-50 booking or hundred percent booking on one side for three straight A pay per views or B raw television tapings but they're still gonna fight again i mean it's still well that's fine but that's inevitable in some cases i know but i'm just saying this this is a good this is like the smallest step forward you can take hey nonetheless it's a step forward baby steps literally then uh the you know your favorite guy right now the return of the quote old seth rollins as triple h kind of bringing it out of him there was something that seriously went on at that tlc match that you know should have been it was bad it it was and it should have been probably match of the night well they all did first of all when you get the cm punk champs or the boring chance any chance that have nothing to do with your match you know you've done bad the problem with this it's it's the same problem that they have with a lot of their things their characters aren't good they might have good wrestlers that are out there but the characters aren't delivering they don't make me care i'm not interested i'm not invested like they have the pieces, they 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 they're just not executing on the writing, the storytelling. Where I'm like, ooh, I want to see this match. Four years ago, when they were going at it, or three years ago, when they were going at it, hot and heavy, and they were coming out and doing all sorts of things that made me care and made me interested. I was on board for it. This match, I was like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, they they made a mistake somewhere along the lines, and those two guys didn't make it better we'll just say that whether it's the writing whatever it is they didn't make that match better clearly something happened in there Vince McMahon there's all the reports he was pissed about the match um, and so Seth Rollins came out on that next end of Raw said he heard the fans he, he needs to be better so Triple H kind of reinforced that this week saying we need the old Seth Rollins we need the guy who would you know do anything to which championship was you know the heartbeat of the fans so I think we're going to see Seth Rollins quickly grow and at least be put in the position to be the main guy on Raw as Again, a babyface they could have taken that pushed it a little bit further they get physical there should have been that same aj styles vince mcmahon thing where you gotta you gotta give me more to that give me some edge and then get that match against lashley make it next week yeah build to it two weeks from now because you got uh, when's the next pay-per-view it's the rumble right yeah we have three weeks you have three weeks so you can keep moving those things down like they shouldn't have fought this week there should have been a package about seth rollins training like a maniac yeah. Make me believe in him. Give me something else. I know he's the yeah, worst. So let's, let's see him working out. Have him wrestle a dark match. The crowd can see him. But but 
Give me story with him. Yeah. Make me feel like he's doing something. Because right now it's just like, oh, he cut a problem in the ring. All right, cool. No, I fought Lashley. Okay. Yeah, I got you there. So then uh, we had the return of John Cena. And this was great. John Cena is ridiculous. This was ridiculous legitimately great. And John Cena came out, cut a really smooth promo. Obviously made fun of himself. All the cell, you know, you know, my hair is going to last you know, longer than my relationship with Nikki Bella. He talked about being an old part-time wrestler. He knows how to get the crowd. Stuff. He knows how to make them. He eat, does. There's eat, nobody eat, like eat him. out of the palm of his hand. And he did it. And then he said the best line. He goes, all right, why am I here? Because somebody's music's going to play. Some guy's music is going to play. And they're gonna come down here, and we're gonna get it. We're gonna we're gonna like fight or whatever, because that's why I'm here. So who's it gonna be? The Becky Lynch stuff was so good. When her music hit, the oh, pop, I, everybody. I it, was even, it was the first time I think I looked at her though, and was like, eh, her face. You, she couldn't contain herself. Oh, she, she actually knew the was excitement of the moment. Yes, she was genuinely but she still smiling. Delivered the promo oh. pretty well. Oh, absolutely. And then the way the match played out, the Zelina Vega promo was actually pretty good too. That, yep. and that's the thing. They know how to book things a little bit better on SmackDown. Where keep it simple. Keep it simple. Then the thing that was beautiful. This is where like the nuance thing that they wouldn't do on Raw. She like slapped Cena a little bit hard, and then she tossed him out of the ring to get the pin. That's how you keep the edge on her. If it yeah. was on Raw, they would have ruined it. They would have hugged. They would have high five. They would have posed to the crowd. She did the you can't see me in the face. Yep. They kept her character strong, and that's what you need to do, and that's what the Raw doesn't get. Yeah, either way, I forget, yeah, I just thought the whole situation, hearing her music, now, there were spoilers ahead of time, so I did see a bunch of, like, stuff online that the two of them, like, her doing the You Can't See Me in His Face, but I didn't know how we were getting there. I thought it was executed well, nice spot for Cian Almas and, and Zelina Vega to get the rub. Um, I just, I enjoyed the entire segment, thought that was some of the best. Go out of your way to go watch that. Then we have, and you put this one on here, and I completely agree with you, the new storyline we have with Mandy Rose and her oh, kind of... Great. Uh, affection, but yet distracting of a Naomi with her Jimmy Uso. It's a good classic storyline. Everybody can relate to it. And the way that they're working with it, like, you're putting people in positions to succeed. Mandy Rose, I'm guaranteeing you, she's been the object of people's affection her whole life. The woman yep. is spectacular. She's on the every job. time, and every time she comes out, what do you hear? Um, oh, uh, Corey, Corey Graves, Graves goes nuts. He goes, I love it. God's love greatest it. creation. Oh, it is. She is. Yeah. Oh man. She's a mix but, of a lot of our former favorites. Oh yeah. She's 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 the best ever, looking ever. wise. I gotta say, I, I I think it's hands down. But okay. the Jimmy Uso thing, great. The shirt adds to it. Naomi, like you feel her anger through it. That's because it's relatable a... too. If you were in a relationship and some other and you're a female and some other girl's going after your guy, like to that next level, sliding in the DMs, whatever people do these days, you would be pissed off and it would affect you. And that's exactly what it's doing. It was a beautifully told mid low mid card yes. tag team storyline. Yes, executed. And the, and the great thing I liked about it was when they did the picture of her in the towel. It actually distracted her, and Sonya Deville picks up the victory off. It wasn't one of those things Naomi like rolled out, hit her with a rare end or Logical whatever. Logical storytelling. Yeah, it Shocking. was great, and I liked. I'm digging where it's going, and finally they're finding the right way. We talked about this: the sexuality in wrestling. They're using it with the right people and the right tone and the right story. It failed out with Emelina for whatever reason. It failed out when Lana was doing it. Maybe even worse than Emelina. At least, they didn't but they even weren't try. in these kind of a stories. But, I mean, but I think they wanted have... to. But I don't think it worked for those characters. I think Mandy Rose is just so believable in what we're seeing. And I liked how a big part of the story that I liked. She was supposed to fight Naomi. She goes out of the ring. Sonya Deville gets in the match. So she's getting a rub through it as well. It's great. I, I agree. I think that was awesome. And the whole way SmackDown started our final good. The New Day promo. I actually liked it. I I, I know my buddies the Jabberknocker did not. 
I liked it. Well, guess I, what, Jarvan Arkers? You're dead wrong. If you don't like that, you don't like I fun. I think it was very entertaining. It's, it's exactly what you want on a wrestling program. They did they did make a good point. There were no other tag team storylines, unfortunately, on either show, which, which, which after the last few weeks should have definitely been involved. I would say that's where the New Day promo should have been cut in half. And they should have added some to- stack. Didn't need it. I honestly don't think you need it because you know what that was? That was about the Royal Rumble. It was a slight look into the future where these guys are talking about fighting as individuals but still as a unit, which I think is very important for the New Day at this point because how much more are they going to do as a, like a tag team competitor? I, I mean, think, I think unfortunately they're going to stay together as long as I like them can. together, but I like the idea of you like being like, you two go this way, I'll go. Like, I would love to see a time when there's a Big E championship match where – I don't even need him to win. He's like, we'll get into this in a minute, but like, he'd be the perfect guy to go. Like, he should be facing Daniel Bryan at the Rumble to me, and I'll get into those reasons in, in our bad. But just the New Day promo was great. Kofi Kingston making fun of Brock Lesnar, which you just don't hear that, and saying that I've been here for over eleven years, never miss a TV taping, never miss anything. I haven't got one title shot. It's like that's real. That's real life. That is Kofi Kingston or whoever his real name is. We'll call him Sean Kingston. I think he's from this area, too. Yeah, he has some roots in uh, JP, yeah. one of our friend's girlfriends, on and off. Uh, isn't she related to him, allegedly? Yeah, Joanna, a little bit. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Well, they're together. I don't know. I saw them together recently. But nonetheless, that's uh, totally behind the scenes. But then let's get into the bad. First off, a little too much McMahons for me. Oh, uh, they, they shouldn't be on TV at all. Get them off TV. Small get, moments. Get get Shane off TV. I mean, I know, I know people on, Shane, love him. It's, I it's hate Shane now. I hate him. I hate him. He's... Hates he a strong word. You can't nothing. take it back. He does nothing. He's ruining the Miz. Yep, we'll get into that. Why is he on Raw? He's just he he's old, he's over. He like his dad is way old, his dad is way over. If you're gonna be like Mr. McMahon on TV, be the old Mr. McMahon or be nothing. Like this this Small weird... doses. I see I don't even need I don't mind who you are, just smaller doses. All these backstage things and him with AJ Styles, like AJ Styles punched him in the face last week, comes back in this week and he's just like Oh, uh, you wanna? Who do we have with us today? It's like no, that that's not how people talk. This isn't real. You don't walk in your boss's office. The, like the the, it was there to be had with AJ Styles if they were gonna do it, and they missed it by not executing it properly. Oh and I still don't believe in AJ Styles. Oh, gee, okay, we're gonna get into all that. So then the other thing is the Universal and WWE Championship matches heading to the Royal Rumble. After this week, they had a fatal five way, which somehow my wife Din over here called when there was the SmackDown one. She said, "Who do you think is gonna win?" I was, I believe, I picked. Um, Mustafa Ali, I thought they might give him. I would that have shot. loved anybody else but the guy. Who and won. then they pick. She goes, "Oh, AJ Styles, right?" And I'm like, "I don't think so." And AJ Styles wins that match. Yeah, it's so now you so have, infuriating. And We're I agree see with you. It this. Again at the Royal Rumble, you no. Have, here's the reason he why should be in the Royal. Exactly. Rumble. Going into this year, if people, I usually make a prediction about November who I think is going to win. Last year, I thought Kevin Owens because that storyline. Obviously, there was much bigger things going down when Daniel Bryan was returned. I thought Kevin Owens was in the perfect position last year to become a Rumble winner. This year, I thought it would be AJ he could, he could or Braun. AJ or Braun was the guys. Because I'm looking at them as baby faces that people want to see win and need that comeback story. Braun going against Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble for the Universal title, snore me to death. Neither one of these guys are on TV. Braun's coming off an injury. And he needs more of a comeback story. He's lost to Brock Lesnar several times. He, he hasn't gotten the, worst, the job done. This one of the worst booked characters recently up there with AJ Styles. It's just one of those things where they're not executing with the things that they have. He was so hot at the start of the year, and they've ruined it. He was in the championship match last year in the Royal Rumble, which at that time was kind of a good spot because you didn't believe he was going to win the Rumble necessarily. I bet you he I, wins the title, and it's going to suck. Uh, well, I really hope that doesn't happen, but I'll get into why when we get closer. But I don't want him. I want the best competitors in the Rumble match. And as of recently, they haven't put the guy who's gone for the title against 
I mean, back whoever loses the title match in the Rumble. They haven't done that because they have so many superstars. This is really frustrating because I don't want to see AJ versus Daniel Bryan. Not because I don't think it's going to be, I think it's going to be an awesome match. These guys put on great matches. But I don't want to see AJ win this title at this point. There's no point to it for me. I'd rather have him in the Rumble. He's not going to win. But there's that's no okay, reason like we that's know why Mustafa Ali should be in that position not exactly oh no you know what should have been I know who I picked Randy Orton Rey Mysterio oh, Rey Mysterio versus Daniel Bryan great. would be great and, and then for Brock Lesnar give me a, give me somebody else here's the thing Finn Balor. I'm gonna get into later but I think we have to discuss it now and this is where people get on Cena and all these other guys but the heel makes the baby face. The baby face can make a heel. You can't have one great character and have nobody to book him against. Right now, AJ Styles, I don't care about him against Daniel Bryan. If you put somebody else in there, like a guy like Rey Mysterio, I could get behind that. I agree. I could get there. behind with almost anybody in that match, but not AJ Styles. I've seen it seven times now, well, maybe? Especially over the last three At months. We've five. seen it a bunch. At least five. We've gotten four, I believe. We got there were the two fi- on TV for free. Two on TV and then one on pay-per-view. So maybe three. Uh, I think three or four. Regardless. It's way too much. But we're getting it a lot, and that's okay if it was like a back-and-forth title match or just a blood feud. When there's one guy holding a title like this, and I know Brian... I think it was also the shock of Brian beating him on that SmackDown right before Survivor Series. It was just odd, and like now we're kind of getting into the point where it's getting good, and Brian's become like really like pissing the fans off, which you never thought would happen. And AJ's just so over, and you're it's like trying any to evolve other good him. Story. You want good people involved. Like Lost, you had Ben, the super heel. And then you had a lot of other guys that on like the, the other side of the island that you wanted to see succeed. I don't see anybody on SmackDown right now that's in you this title picture that I want to see succeed. I want to see both of them succeed. That's the weird part. I'm still not at the point where I see Daniel Bryan lose. That There needs to be something bigger than this. No, but. I'm saying like a, a baby face to chase a heel. Yeah. There's the big baby there. face. There's yeah. nobody there. I-, I will say AJ is that guy, but right now I rather he's, not he's in that already position character. Yeah, he's lost that title. I kind of want him in the Rumble to say like I- he'd be the perfect guy to come and cut a promo and say I want to enter in the Rumble. I'm gonna go back and win what I deserve because this is the house that AJ Styles built. Promo done. Music. We're good. Instead, we're gonna get him against Daniel Bryan again, which I just and I don't want to see him win it. I just don't think that's the position they should go in. Uh, let's get into the quick ugly. Don't see this here. Oh, you want to go the start there? Look at that. We both just hit the two. It is terrible. John Cena's he hair is, looks ridiculous. Honestly, I think it's it's purposely bad. Now. He looks good. I mean, he no, looks he fine. Looks no, terrible. hold on. Let me say it this way. He looked terrible during it, the matches when it got bald, bad. No, no, no. yeah, that ball pinch, spot. and it's just not like tight. It's like he's trying to grow long hair. It's this too is poofy. Just the awkward, ugly stage. Yeah. And believe me, I've been there. But you either wear a hat or you say, "I wear can't do this because I'm going to be on fucking television." Yeah, but he's and got you movies. But. What? Wear a fucking wig. That's what movies are for. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he, he well, he's, looks. He's ridiculous. like a Daniel Day Lewis. I heard he's like Daniel Day Lewis and that uh, certified uh, fresh bumblebee. They talked a lot about that. I don't know who's seeing this movie. Who cares about Transformers? But uh, yeah, it was bad. His hair after after the Becky Lynch thing. It literally looked like somebody who just woke up from like a long winter's nap. Terrible. Like, if it's purposely bad, like if there's like, all right, run with this because people are I talking it about is. it. That's fine with me. That's brilliant. Then because it's called uh, we say it. And my work, shit bobbing, a purposely bad post that gets people ah, talking. So like that works. I'm fine with that. But it is, if it's intentional, oh boy, it yeah, it's terrible. Rough look, rough Ter- look. He's such a handsome man. He is. He's a stud. He's made out of rock. Um, he's like Korg from um, Thor. Anyways, so The Miz. I'm, uh, I, Dead. I, I, I can't even watch it. He's awfully. I can't watch it. He is honestly the best. The night after WrestleMania 32, when he knocks when he beat Zack Ryder for the Intercontinental Championship, when Maurice returned, skyrocket. It turned the whole 
his character around. He was became after Ms. Dow. Oh, yeah. And Ms. Dow, it was like, but oh. But it was after because that was just fun. Well, yeah, but also it was like, oh, uh, he's stealing the shine from Miz. Miz uh, yeah. Sandow's Sandow. the star here. But then Miz became, I think, the most solid, consistent talent overall yes. performing on the mic. He was must-watch. You he wanted was to see must see fucking TV, yeah. Miz TV. He does not lie. He he brought it every goddamn week, and I fucking hated the Miz yeah. for a long time. Well, I he was hot shot into the good. title. He was hot shotted during a time when it's like we. This is not the guy, and they decided he was the guy. It was a bad call around WrestleMania 27. It was a bad call, but it he's worked. earned it. He's there now, and then they just fucking ruined it with this. And this no is, matter what happens so at the bad. end of the storyline, yeah. it's not worth it. You've killed his character. He killed his heat. He's completely died off. He has now reverted back to like 2011 Miz. I'm just waiting for him to come out in those long shorts and suspenders and the stupid top hat. It's bad. It is, it's barely watchable. It's and the not fact watchable. that Shane is McMahon is watchable. still involved with it now that they've done this whole McMahons are now running the shows. It's confusing. I don't like it. I think it's embarrassing and it, it's it's ugly. It is is ugly. It's You don't have no alibi style ugly. So I'm over that. I'm really not looking forward to the Miz because he could have been a guy with Daniel Bryan as your champion. If you wanted to do a switch of character, you he could have been your baby face. It that way because that would have been a nice little way to play it. Like you have this guy being a terrible human talking about how we're all bad people because we don't recycle. And the Miz just had a baby. You can turn him face in a nice way that I think people would find believable. And he could still be a dink by being like he'd still be like a jerk. He could still be himself, but it would be likable to the crowd because the crowd is turned around and is looking for something there's like that. There's a way to do it. And this is the thing that we're going to get into later, but directing, writing, storytelling. They don't have it. They don't know how to pull the strings. Well, maybe they... I don't even want to go as far as they don't know. I think it's just they're going the wrong direction with some of these characters. But nonetheless, let's jump into it. Our big topic of the day, 2019. The calendar has been turned. We're fired up. We're excited, kind of. And <laughs> we are looking at our predictions and kind of, you know, things we want to see come 2011. Now, we put these in order of one to five. We each have... One through five. So we can either... You want to just pick a number so we don't go right down in order? For no, each why not? You start. I'm going to go with two. We're going to just go with two because this is one I feel really important about. It goes back to... We talked a lot about Infinity Wars, my Thanos snap. But number two for me is a large amount of the WWE roster departs to other companies. Whether it's Ring of Honor... All Elite Wrestling, New Japan, Impact, all these companies are getting hotter and hotter and have with all Couldn't agree elite, more. with all Elite coming in, like there's gonna be a lot of opportunity now for these guys. I wanna see these guys like there's too much talent. When they did the raw um invitational intercontinental battle royal, whatever it was called, I looked in that ring. There was a Mojo Rawls, there was a Zack Ryder. I don't care if you like these guys or not. And, uh, 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 no way, Jose. There's a lot of talent and in There's that tons room. of talent, and you saw a lot of these guys in NXT in that kind of indie, we'll call it, style promotion These are success. all the guys you really want to see wrestle. And this is why the Battle Royal kind of pissed me off, because it's like, just make a two-week, three-week tournament where these yes, guys fight two the or three times a night uh, and have five to ten to seven-minute matches, time limits, and get all these guys out there, have them cut little promos beforehand, yeah. and you'll, you'll get the people on TV that you wanted to see, not just a quick thing in a Battle Royal. You know how bad I would want to see Zack Ryder go at it in a match with, say, fucking Apollo Crews. Yeah, it'd be awesome. It would be great. And you people- can have mid-guard guys, low mid-guard guys fight each other. They're just used as friggin' uh, enhancement talent all the time. Yeah, so- you can make a meal out of that. And you from- can make a meal out of Mandy Rose and uh, I'm sure you Naomi. Can. Oh, oh, I'm sure. God. But you know what I mean? Like, a you lot can of do that. On that one. You can do that. You can do that. And people will fucking watch it. Oh, absolutely. And especially, like you said, you build towards it. But that is one of my big things. I want to see some of these guys get out of there. WWE is overstacked, and I know they have all these different aspirations. It might from create 
competition too. And that's what I want. And I just want to have something else where I can see things because WWE right now, like we said, they have expanded to 205 lives become better. And I've, I've seen very little of it, but every oh, time you're watching 205 live, God bless you. No, but it's like become one of the better products. All these like YouTube channels and things. Like, they like, it's a solid hour of good programming. Then you have NXT, which I do my best to watch every week. Still love that. You have NXT UK, which from the little bit I've seen is just excellent. And now you're talking about these new other NXTs in Europe. And, I'm sure and, anything that Vince doesn't have his hands directly on is better story told than what I'm currently watching because it is a pain to watch. But they have so many outlets. We need to get rid of some of these guys. They're expanding, expanding, expanding. Let's focus on the good television of these products that you have. And, and just focus this there. is why uh, monopolies are bad. Yeah. And they've monopolized most of wrestling. I mean, they can't ever be called on it because it's, you know, there's so many other independent promotions, but they have all the good talent and they're keeping them. Yeah, I just want and one third. And more and more and more and more. If you looked at the entire roster, men, women, commentators, there's probably over 300 wrestlers on their roster. So I want at least a third of those people. Get them out, get them moving, give these other people a chance and, you know, new, fresher faces. That's what they promised. That's how you do it. So you want to go, you're number two? Yes. Okay. So for me, it's plain and simple. And I think. Daniel Bryan could help a lot of people get to this point, but they're not doing it because you already have a guy, AJ Styles, who's on a track, doesn't need any helping. You don't need to see him again. You need a heel for every face, and right now they have guys, a lot of guys, who are way better as heels than faces, and you can use these really good heels like Daniel Bryan to create super baby faces. I I, I know some people don't think Mustafa Ali could do it. Put him in there. See if he can do it. I already feel like he is. I I really do. My feeling is already he's there. And Rey Mysterio, you want to do it with him? I'm fine. I, I know I hated him before, but that would be a good feud. There are so yeah, many guys you could build up. Zack Ryder, I'm telling you, would Zach be Ryder gets great a lot of love in us. this spot. Yes. He he is the people. He's one of those guys people clamor for. Yeah. Even Apollo Cruz, you just need somebody who can be the foil to Daniel Bryan. You need that counterpoint, and this is why I think AJ Styles had a bad run because he didn't have anybody going against him who was a legit good heel completely you disagree need, with everything you're saying but uh, but you need a good heel AJ. and you need a good baby face to tell a story you, you can have the greatest baby face in the world but if you don't have a good heel nobody's going to care about the story and vice versa you need to build equal characters that's why game of thrones is fucking awesome because they have so many good good guys and so many good bad guys yeah. and so many ways to pair them up and they're all right? yeah it's and they're good all built evil. from the ground up yeah build your characters build them yeah, no, I, I think that is a good one. That's something that it should be interesting to see how they're going to play this off of their like new era stuff. So let's jump into. I've already lost track. I got it. I'm just thinking of another number. Let's go to number four. For me, it's a new creative approach by WWE. Using whether it be their network or you know being more creative with their actual television time to build their characters, kind of what you were talking about, and, and matches we want to see. So what I mean by this is just be more creative, whether it be using backstage vignettes, whether it is using your network. Like You have this network that is, I still think, an untapped resource that like right after Raw, how great would it be if it's like, watch 20 minutes on Mustafa Ali, or watch Brock Lesnar, or watch this person's journey to this. Like, sometimes they do it with these 24-7, but it's overproduced. Like, I don't need five months of something. Just give me simple storytelling things, and I think, like, a guy like Finn Balor right now is in this weird conundrum, in my opinion, creatively, where it'd be great if we just did a two-minute video on Finn Balor. I've been saying this for weeks. Yeah, I think Build this- characters with these backstage vignettes. You have so many people working back there you have so much time devoted to these recap montages they don't have to be the greatest shot things in the world take somebody out in the stands interview them and then get video of them working out and cut it together you could make magic out of this kind of stuff if you tell people stories and then people are going to care like 
I think they they base too much of their storytelling on their commentators, which right now do not have the best reputation. So it's like these little things, even if it's voiced by a Michael Cole, even if it's even narrated by Michael Cole live while we're watching a video package, like give us more of those things because I think people will just buy in more and not feel like, oh, I didn't watch last week's five hours of wrestling, but you just told me this in 38 to a minute and a half uh, second videos. Like I'm in with that. So people that I know watch Total Divas, and then when they tune on a wrestling, they're like, oh, man, that's Nikki Bella? Oh, let me watch a little bit. Oh, John Cena, let me... Like, I care more now about Daniel Bryan and John Cena and Rusev because I'm seeing them on Total Divas kind of be themselves. Like, take your characters that you have, and this is what they say. The best characters are turned up to 11. Yeah. Figure out what they're like, figure out what they do, and then go tell those stories, and then we'll care about them. This is the 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 what I try to tell people all the time. It's... People are invested in people like Gronk because he shows you his life through social media. People are invested even more in Tom Brady because he shows you his life through social media, the Tom versus Time stuff. If you show us this stuff, if you let us in their lives, we're going to care more about them than just going out in the ring and cutting standard wrestling promos. And being creative Television has evolved to a different level. You need to make yeah, we're always on care. apps. We're always... Like, no, I agree with you there. Connect with your audience. And You're be not smart about it. With your audience. And be smart about it. Don't give me Lashley and his sister's promos. Like, that's bullshit. That is terrible. That killed a guy who should have been coming in all guns a-blazing like a Brock Lesnar. Dude, he has a great story to tell. He's a legitimate martial arts. Yes. Uh, mixed he's, martial won, arts he's won titles. He's indefe- I think he's undefeated in, in Bellator. He's a beast. He, needs, he, he but, doesn't look like a beast. But the thing is, well, he looks like a beast, but well, his you know I mean. character is trash because he started off returning to the WWE as a guy who loves his sisters. That is fine. I love my sisters too. But I'm not. that's not what I want people to know. That's my only characteristic, especially when you're watching a, comp- uh, a you know sports entertainment competitive like sport outcome like you don't see Tom Brady going out we all know the story of Tom Brady loving his sisters because in the Super Bowl he's pointing at him there's how you do it if brought if he wins a match and he points up oh those are sisters he's a family man but he's also a destroyer and kills everybody from the start they didn't know what to do with so bad you gotta pick one way or the other and they went two different directions very quickly just more creativeness though that was so bad anyways let's jump into yours so you have uh to get rid of of the brand split. Yes, and I think with your number two, uh, that was weird, but with uh, your second idea here of getting rid of more people, the brand split is bad. It was bad before. Mm, it's bad now. No, you can't, because you, you see the flaw in it when they're like, oh, John Cena's on both. Well, no fucking shit. It's because he's awesome and he's good at his job. Yeah, yeah, this is why you've him. seen the Miz bounce back and forth, because he's good and shows need him. Put the people, like, Put them on both shows. Well, let's be honest. Would you watch five hours of the same guys? No, but you don't have to watch five hours of the same guys. Just tell your stories correctly, and you it won't seem like that. Hmm. You know what I mean? It's they, just, they did it before, and I thought wrestling was better when there was one champion. When Seth Rollins was the yes, heel the one champion, champion I agree. with one belt, it was great. Or we can go, and Kevin, our friend of the podcast, has posited this idea. Go to an AFC-NFC style thing and then really work out the kinks of your, your system and make it like you fight this guy, you fight this guy. Every, yeah, at WrestleMania, you meet up for see, the championship. or You you can you can find a way to do it. I think but the I think belt having idea is good. two different belts, one yeah. which you never see, two mid-card titles, two tag team titles, two women's titles, and the thing that's going to suck is when they bring in the women's tag, and oh, that's going to go so back and forth. That's going to be the only belt that goes back and forth. It makes no... Like, you created a universe where every... Every place has both belts except one. Is that what it's going to be like? We don't know. Or are they going to do two? If they do two, that's ludicrous. Uh, it is. So my wor- the, I love this the idea. This is why it's so stupid. 
See, I don't mind the brand split. I really don't. It's made me invest more in SmackDown. It's, I think it's brought more creativity to different elements of the pro it's product. Just, it's SmackDown's just better. That that is true. But I think the thing is the titles. I agree. I think it should be one main WWE championship, trash Universal, one women champion, and those people travel show to show. And what whoever show, let's just say Brock Lesnar is the champion. So on SmackDown, there's a tournament or a number one contender match. So you have every pay per view means so much more. Instead of two title matches, one's a title match, one's a number one contenders match, and it rolls along with each other. That's what they do in UFC. That's what all these so other you're sports doing real do. Real fighting league. Yes, you have to win to earn it. You don't just get in a feud with somebody because you, you spilled coffee on the backstage or you said something about his wife or the company wants to get that behind you. That can be you. a feud, but you're not involved in the title picture. No, and that's the way it kind of worked in the olden days. They had a lot of these lower-level feuds. And I think you might see some of this, actually. Not the no, brands, but... No, but the they, title we'll thing... Well, because they're moving to Fox, and Fox is definitely going to change the, the landscape no. of this. So we'll jump into my number one, and we're going to both kind of talk a little bit about this lady. But my thing is, I want a big celebrity impact when it comes to WWE. And I no. don't want them... Well, hold on. But I don't want them in these phrases like where they're taking up too much television time. I want them to make the characters bigger and better. I don't need Snoop Dogg as a guest um, draw... GM or whatever. I liked Snoop Dogg when he performed um, Sasha Banks' theme at WrestleMania oh, I 32. hate the live performance. No, that is excellent because it makes the performance seem bigger. What oh, I want to no, see him one specifically, Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor is a WWE superstar outside of the WWE. He's been doing crazy Attitude Era stuff for the past four years. I want him, in those rumors out there, of being in Becky Lynch's corner come WrestleMania. I think the promos are great, the Ireland, the Roots. There could be so much that is, you know, Becky Lynch is hot. This could get her over. This could be her Mike Tyson type of push that gets her over the edge. Yes, but it should be the Mike Tyson push where it's she slaps him in the face and says, That's fine. I she don't gets... want you in my corner. No. Because, yes, no, no, cause... no, no. Do not weaken her she... character by having somebody come in, a man come in and be in her corner. Uh, that's Sa actually a good point. T say, oh, Becky, I love you, blah, 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 blah. Be like, I don't need you. Smack him and have him consider. Not Obviously, he's not going to hit her. But have like that like little moment of tension. Have that moment because that's how Austin did it back and forth with Tyson. They were gonna well, go. Well, Tyson at wasn't it. in his corner, but then he turned. That's into what his I mean. And then, and if you want to do that, that's fine. But do not put someone. She does not. She is the perfect character right now. Do not put a man in her. Corner but you're gonna. I to think need, like, and I know that's what they're gonna do because they're like, oh, it'll be great. But care about the story. Like, if you tell a better story, people are going to believe it. If Mike Tyson was just in Austin's corner, would Austin have been as cool? No. Hell no. No, that's a good point. And Hell maybe, no. Maybe the way you do it, if let's just say it's theoretically her you versus Ronda, yeah. then maybe it's... He'll turn late? Or, or yeah. It was like, you know, or he wants to be with Becky, and Becky's like, get out of here. And then, Why don't you go back to UFC girl or something like that? And then if she... she and then eventually... Yeah, that's that could fine. Be that, that's better storytelling. Because if you weaken her by like, oh, put Connor in my corner, and he's Irish, she loves... Uh, fuck that. No. What she's doing right now is awesome. Keep killing it. The, the same way you did with John Cena, don't look weak. Don't take a step I back. I got you. Well, I, either way, I just still want more of oh, a I, positive I, yeah, celebrity yeah. impact put, on put the Conor product. In there. I don't want them in wrestling matches. I want them in, in, in impactful roles. I want like Burt Reynolds styles doing announcements. Like I think there's better ways that WWE can get more attention, and especially around these big events like a WrestleMania, SummerSlam, where they're going to be in these big cities. So uh, that is that is my hope. They're in New York this year. Figure it out. The Rock, all that stuff. I don't want them coming out with flamethrowers. Get them involved in a smart way. If he's in a match, fine. But just this is a big time for WWE with this Fox deal coming up. Their ratings are dipping it is time to get the celebrity but do not tarnish your current roster so mine is becky to fight men whoa or women to fight men in these mixed See, tags I like, I like that in these mixed tags i would want to work to a scenario where they're like okay now we're gonna like and they do it in other promotions and the job broke brought this up 
I don't know if they'll ever do it, but I think they should because we're seeing it everywhere now, and it's 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 television. And I think everyone who knows it for the most part knows they're watching a TV show. And if you're having your kids watch it, you can explain it to your kids. Yeah. And if you don't want your kids to see it, I mean, I, it's I, tough sell. I think men there. versus women, but I think at least the, the mix match challenge, especially bringing that onto I think a paper, work to it. I, I, maybe I don't see the need. For men and women fighting, I think there's a place at least for this mixed match challenge. Though I think more of that, I think would definitely be helpful to the product. I think it would put them all on equal playing field. I, mean, I don't. I've think... seen women on this current roster fight men and make it look good. Oh yeah, Asuka's Asuka done it. Asuka has and does it well, and she could be believable because Mia think... Yim is a beast. She oh, yeah. goes at it. I'm sure we. I'm sure every one of these women. Ronda Rousey. Part. Let's be real. Like WrestleMania last year, what made that match even more believable exactly. when her and Triple H were fighting? They were going at it, and he, he didn't like, really get out... in any offense. No, he did. He threw her out of the ring at one point. Yes. And it was kind of, was but like, there was no like move, move. No, but being in the audience there, the place yes. <gasps> like the breath because you haven't seen that in almost Decades. 15 years. Yeah. Like it's been such a long time, so and it made sense. There, there is that button to push there, and I think they can try to hit it just a little bit. You're right, and we could build to it because maybe it's not Mandy Rose that's in those matches, no, but not, maybe it's it is like either. a Ronda, yeah. a Charlotte, a Becky, an Asuka, you know, maybe even a Sasha to a degree. But yeah, you know, I, I, there is a spot for that, but I think Becky, it would be interesting. We'll say that. Yeah, it would definitely be and I've said this before, and the women totally deserve everything they have right now. I think before they were given a couple, not, not all of them, but some of the main events they were in, it's like, uh, but right now, Ronda is the main event. Becky is the main event, yeah. and it's it's and so clear, and it's must watch. Yeah, and, and they're not doing that great of a job with the Ronda story, but she's still she's just she's a so good. Yeah, she, exactly. And she's not even good on the mic. She's just a super. But you know what? She is? She's real on the mic, and I like that. Whether it's good or not, you can tell it's not overly scripted. Just, she's just being out there. But no, I know what you mean. So then I'll jump into our fourth one here: Fox SmackDown. Foxes. When SmackDown moves to Fox, it become a huge hit. This is important to me, and this is what I predict, and this is what I want, because then it will force WWE to focus on better, what I think, for a two-hour product, maybe eventually down the line, now that these are competing with each other, you will have, you know, USA saying, maybe we need to slim it down to two hours. It's not going to happen this year, but if, if Fox jumps out to a big hit, I think that's how you use it, and what I want in translation for these, maybe the 8 p.m. hour or the 11 p.m. hour is more of a adjustment hour maybe it's more of like a wwe network special then you have raw for two hours or raw for two hours then followed up by like on usa just a wwe like a product show. doesn't no 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 like an actual like whether it's a Sami Zayn, you know look behind the curtain like remember with superstars when we were younger it was like four matches but it's still yeah, an hour and you have all these stories in between and telling the bigger picture stories something to that degree and also in there pyro i want pyro back with this deal I think if they're getting millions of dollars, they need their television product and just live show product to be cooler. Like when you go to a concert, it's not just a band and guitars. It is lights. It is big screens. They need to get back to that. And I think this with this deal, I want yeah, the presentation Fox is very lacking right now. And that they is, definitely I think, a have big the thing. money. Like you're not presenting this as anything but people who come out in the ring. Tell, say a promo and then people come out and fight for almost no reason for the most time sometimes yeah. so it's it's just not entertainment right now it's just they've kind of and i think they need to do the dressing that makes everything and this happened with a lot of the stuff with them and i think the network happened and i'm going to change my fifth one but and i'll just i'll just say it right now because my fifth one was kind of like my second one we'll jump out of order here real quick but yeah, the network when it first started it had great shows on it countdown i mean oh i we, still we, will watch them oh so good i still watch them they're, they're to legitimately Great we talked about Pat McAfee getting signed. He would be great on shows like that. Absolutely. How that got cut blows my mind. I think it was just a lot of work. 
But what are these guys doing? Nothing. And they're so not we're, paying we're people to do it. So I we're think filming that's these the 24-7s, which I are think fine, they got but... people in with the, the, the content. They're like, all right, we got everybody we need. We're making money now. We lost a lot to start. We've done the content. All right, we're going to stop now. But they keep coming up with these ridiculous shows every so often, like Corey Graves, Inc., which who cares? It's, not even that, it's just like that is it not sucks. as important. Countdown shows are most – like you go on YouTube, content. You go on NFL all Network these... has had their countdown show for 20 years now probably, it, it, and it's it, awesome. It's since the launch, at least over 15 years. It is huge, and it get, probably gets people to at least watch. I bet you DVR numbers, all that. It's big. Well, you have this network that is just waiting for original content, but you don't do it enough. And you know what I saw in a couple of those things that well, – you don't see that often. You saw it in his promo before he went home. Not went home sick, like I'm saying a bad thing, but he went home with cancer. It was oh, horrible. Roman it was bad. But you saw Roman Reigns' personality. I know it's in him to be a character, oh. but they're just not using oh, him. Oh, no, right. he is a character. He, to be himself is what we need. It seems like we need that that guy. We need but Joe. But you saw it on the countdown. And the programming on the network, as you said, they can the, the 24-7s are good. But you need more of it. Yeah, and we and we know that that takes and, much and, more time. And filter that into the shows. Yes. Like it, instead of the six minute recap package, do a little bit of the like because that 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 will build training your video. character. I want to see a training video. Seth Rollins is his workout, all this stuff. Cesaro, show us these things because that will help people who work out to connect better with yeah. Seth Rollins. It Absolutely. just will. Those kind of things help you connect. Like when Conrad talks about stuff on the podcast that he likes, I'm like, oh, I'm connecting with this guy on a different level, yeah. other than him just being in the ring. It's any type of storytelling when you're watching any TV show. You see this character doing something like, I can relate to that. Okay, I'm going to buy into this guy. They don't do enough of that. That's why when Bailey was in NXT, oh. she was a better character there because you saw more character development. You and you saw this. less of them. That's yes. a whole other thing. But, yeah. And we'll so get wait, to is that. that. Is that your four or is that your do this? Uh, so, yeah, my four is less is more. Like Make me anticipate matches. Like the Battle Royal, if they were going to do a Battle Royal, don't have it this week. Set up a tournament instead. Or, or if you're going to do the Battle Royal, again, wait till next week. But sp I would have preferred a set of matches with all of those guys so you can get some good matches and you can show, oh, we're going to buy into this. This is what we want. We want, like, they started with a wrestling match. That was cool. Yeah, it was. That was different. It was a pretty good match, even though I don't care about those guys. At least I saw wrestling right away. Like, that, that you, you're a wrestling product, and it usually takes a half hour to get any wrestling. And I know you need the, the promos. God knows we need more promos. But... That was nice. It was a nice change of pace. And then the Seth Rollins fighting that night. No. Make me wait. That's a big match. Or have him fight somebody else. Yeah, job exactly. Him. Job him out. Job out some other guy and make it be like, all right, Lashley, next week. Like, that was just a warm-up. If you want to have him work, that's fine. But have other things ready to go. You, you, you can't just give away I would away like to defy them to show me. Over and over and over again. What's the difference? The special. What's the difference in the rating of Seth Rollins in a three-minute squash and getting all his big moves that the crowd goes crazy better. for or a six-minute match with Lashley where they're going back and forth? I bet you the squash match probably could get people because then you see all of his cool moves. You get to yes. establish him more as a dominant guy and you get to move on. Yeah, I agree with you there. I'll jump into my last one. Cody and company with his All Elite Wrestling to have a successfully run product and then a potential future crossover event with wwe i think this is the one thing that wwe lacks they i know they're their own little universe ever since that came out like that's what vince really thinks all that stuff outside of it isn't there but i think it would be great even if it isn't necessarily all elite but like some form of a crossover event with wrestling and they did WWE it back guys. in the day like i just think like yeah ecw they've done stuff where they let talent come over if you remember when rick flair went into the hall of fame for the second time they did a, a talent switch where christian went back to tna 
to fight because he was a champion there in the past. Like, that's awesome to me. Like, I want to see stuff like that. I think it would be really cool to see one of these things because it would be healthy for the wrestling product. And I think WWE needs that kind of rub right now because they're known as, like, the the Walmart of the world. Oh, they where, are. Like, the mom pa cool places are these all these independents and Ring of Honors and New Japan. The problem is they're just way too big. It's not even, like, the IPAs that are competing with, like, Buzzweiser now for popularity. It's just they're blowing everybody. They're like Amazon. Yeah. They are just destroying everything else when it comes to that. And you, if you're a WWE fan, you really don't have, t- like, it just it takes up so much of your time. It does, but I think, but I think this is where it could work. But that's just my hope. I oh, want yeah. to see these guys. I, I would agree. More importantly, I want these guys to be successful. I want success, bigger success, not just your normal like, oh, they're doing good, but nothing actually impacts WWE or other things aside from the point of a couple wrestlers leaving. I want a bigger impact from those guys. So all right. Final. I think, uh, no, I think I you tied that one in the. Yeah, I think I tied it in. I think I hit all of my stuff. All right, so those, my are, shit in. those are our predictions. Those are our hopes. That is what we would like to see come 2019. Um, but before we wrap it up, we like to get into our uh, match of the pod. So this week, I'll start first, totally random. On this date, January 2nd, 2005, there was, yes, heat was still going on, by the oh, way. Oh, nice. Wow. Rick, Look at this match. You guys are going to be shocked. A Ric Flair versus Ooh. Val Venus. Why? Because I Googled what matches were on tape, and then I watched it. How random. First of all, Val Venus 2005 was when he was bald. He returned oh, yeah. to his character. And Ric Flair in 2005 facing Val Venus. It was just it was just odd. It's like something I didn't know how to explain any better than like, I didn't think this happened. Sunday Night Heat was still a thing in 2005. No, I would get into my head. I would have said this match never happened. Yeah, first of all, the match didn't happen. If it happened, it would be on House Show. And third of all, Sunday Night Heat, Val Venus, and Ric Flair all of 2005. Wow. That's, it's crazy. And actually, it's on YouTube if you want to Google it uh, or YouTube it. it. It's kind of a fun watch to see Ric Flair in Valve. I don't know any better way to say it than it's just fun to see these guys in the ring. And on commentary, you had um, Todd Grisham and Ivory. Oh, wow. That is Very odd. odd and then odd there's thing. an awkward moment like halfway through the match where they don't talk for 30 seconds. And it stands out like you wouldn't believe. So that was my match of the pod. If you're looking for something just random and fun, it is Ric Flair, Val Venus, 2005. Heat. So, this is something I wanted to press you on before, and I think you just say it as a thing to say, but you said Stone Cold, you don't really remember him for matches. I do. Oh, I, I, rem- I remember him for a lot of good matches. I think he is it's a... It's okay to lie. No, no, no. He is a very underrated wrestler. I'm not saying he's a bad wrestler. I just... He no, 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 no. He is a great... Oh, I, uh, he's great, a great wrestler. He's a great you wrestler. If you watch him before all of his injuries... Oh, yeah. No, He I'm is a legit great wrestler. Okay. He goes, and he's had a great a lot of great matches over his career that I can point to but the Wrestlemania 13 one everybody will say is one of his best one yes. of the best all time because the, the, the story and the story but before the story really got cooking I think this was Bret Hart's return after being yep. out for a while 96 yes uh, it was the night The Rock debuted at Madison Square Garden yep. uh, Survivor Series with the terrible hair but they had a match that ended in classic Bret Hart fashion I won't ruin it for you if you want to go back and be surprised by it but I was told to watch this match probably four years ago Oh, and I went back, I watched it. It is how you tell a story in the ring, and these guys know how to sell every little move. And what's and, the match? Uh, it is <laughs> Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin at uh, Survivor Series 96. Yes. And it is a fantastic match. I would recommend Seth Rollins. I know you're probably not listening, but if you are, go watch this match, and you'll see how to sell every little move and tell a story in the ring. This is how you do it. And I know that you're probably looking at one of the greatest technical wrestlers of all time in Bret Hart and a guy who I think is a fabulous wrestler in Stone Cold. But just go and watch the way they work. It's a work of art. It's just they give every 
and you probably see it in the way they walk now and maybe Seth Rollins will look better 40 years from now but you're in wrestling go out there and and Give it your all, guys. Yeah, in this match, the thing that I always stood out to me was, you know, to go with my man AJ Styles as finisher. This was a great Styles clash because you had the technical WWE, like, wrestler in Bret Hart, and then you had a brawler type. But obviously, yes, he was a good wrestler, yeah. great wrestler, but it was like his character and his demeanor was like kind of a more r- brawler puncher. And it, the way those two meshed, it was just magic in the ring. And that match itself, like I said, the finish is great. Everything about this match is, is, is a five star. It is, and is it a fantastic. Doesn't, I, I'll just run it for you. Who cares? Oh, they, they end with uh, he puts him in. I think the it was still the dream. Million dollar dream. The million dollar dream. Bret Hart, classic wacky roll up guy, <laughs> runs up the runs up the, the turnbuckle, the turnbuckles and pins him, and flips him over. And I know people shoulders. hate the roll up, but some matches, but it was a unique roll up yeah, too. Like not every basketball game ends in a blowout with the team doing all the stuff they're supposed to do, hitting all the threes. Huh. Sometimes it ends in a wacky play, and and this is what makes things more exciting yeah it was a great match i completely agree with you on that one and now before we get out of here we'll uh throw out some of our upcoming podcasts so for the rest of january we are going to do next week best i don't even know if you agreed to this but we're gonna do it you i think we should anything. split this with also is seth rollins overrated as a we could do we could we could squeeze a bonus pod for our patreons that aren't out there if somebody wants to throw two dollars in my paypal uh but next week we're gonna do best wrestling debuts so all the debuts that stand out whether it be Shockmaster for well maybe that's not the best but he made a debut that was impactful but like chris jericho and we'll, we'll go through the list we'll each come up with a few there we're gonna go over those next week and on uh january 16th we're gonna do aj styles his first three years in the wwe he will be no, you are out of your mind. But, Some of uh, it was really genu- Nope, Some not, of not it one was bad feud. No, one well, bad I, feud. I'd say January, most of it was bad. January 24th, 2016 was when AJ Styles debuted in the Royal Rumble. We'll go from there all the way up to his current day feud with the world. All um, down here. No, he's, he's amazing. <laughs> Uh, and on January 23rd, we will have our Royal Rumble preview and predictions. January 27th, the night of the Royal Rumble, we'll have our live reaction review. Yes, it will be live. Well, I'll be uh, I'll be in Atlanta, so I'll Ooh. be uh, through a... Uh, we'll I'll figure probably, that out. Yeah, I'll probably be drunk, oh. and I'll probably be through a podcasting app. Well, I will tell you right now, if you're not marking that on your calendars, I don't know what you're doing. And then we're looking this year. We're, I mean, we'll do another watch along. We tested out last week uh, with the Mankind um, we're going to do a Royal Rumble. We'll do a full kind of recap of the show, but we'll watch the Royal Rumble match live, but it'll be your choice. You get to vote, so we'll put up a poll within the next week. And, uh, Bill, what are the two that you're going to be putting on there? Uh, the 92 Royal Rumble, which is the greatest oh, Royal Rumble of all time. yep. It's up there. The greatest commentary, probably the second greatest commentary by Bobby Heenan, I think the uh, Survivor Series with the, uh, the Hearts the and Knights. the Knights. That's <laughs> the best one ever for him. But and then uh, Royal Rumble 2005. I don't know what's on there. I don't know who wins. I don't know what happens. But I was like, I want like an 05 because that's when the roster was pretty thin. Yeah. That's when like everybody had left and like Batista was your big guy. Yep. So I think that would be fun just to watch. I think it was. I watched one of them recently where I was like, oh my god, most of the roster was bad. Yeah. Two. And for me, I'm gonna put in 2009. That is when we had Fat Triple H. Oh. Boy. Um. Yeah. That's With a, the big mutton chop. Oh, he looked the, awful. The weird like, mustache yeah, thing. Yeah. He looked just awful, like atrociously bad. Yeah. This guy was a professional wrestler out there in briefs. He looked like I looked better than him. Like he looked terrible. It was he had really that bad. Fat gut. Yeah, it's real bad. And then 2011 Royal Rumble, which we were at in oh, Boston. Del Rio. This was the 40 man Royal Rumble that quickly disappeared. And if there's ever a time to do it again, they should be doing it now. But I guess we get that with the greatest. Royal Kevin Rumble. Nash, I believe, came back. Yep. Uh, as Booker Diesel. T. Booker T was a great one. Yep. And uh, we bet every year in the Royal Rumble, we all draw numbers. I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you do something similar. But I had of the final five, I had four. 
And you didn't win, right? I didn't win. Yeah, I remember that so one. So disappointing. That was a famous one where one of our buddies who we all went to, I got like a bunch of tickets through work at the time. There was like 15 of us there in general in different spots in the place. And one of our buddies got like Hornswoggle, Zack Ryder at the time. Um, and I forget who else. It was like one of like the tag teams, like both members of like a tag team. It's like, you know, none of these guys have oh, a yeah. chance. I don't think I've ever won that pool. I always get somebody shitty. Yeah, I once had Randy Orton. And it was the year Rey Mysterio won, and I wanted to just – that actually might be 2005 now that I think about it. No, no. No, it was after that. I wanted to just destroy everybody. I was so pissed. But nonetheless, we'll put that poll up. So uh, another perfect episode here. Incredible oh, yeah. stuff. Uh, thanks to my man Billy over here. You can follow him at BillyD2411. There's so many numbers in your things, yeah. and I use all your subscriptions. And you can follow me <laughs> at Jason T. Rossi. His password is – no. Um, but uh, we will be back again next week. Any uh, Please rate, review, comment, subscribe, do whatever you can. Tell people about the podcast. Let them know if you have a wrestling fan in your life. It's a free gift. Yeah, it's, it's, a a keep the, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Potentially. Well, at least once a week. Maybe twice. We'll see how it goes. And if you, that AJ Styles, I will tell you right now, next week will be a good episode. Two weeks from now will be a great episode. And I, I honestly want to add in a, uh, an, early, an early feud of uh, Rollins. In there Maybe we can do that I, in February. Maybe no, once I think, a, I think, we need, I think the, the wrestling debuts is good, but I don't think that's going to be enough to fill it. I think we need oh, you want to do it next week? I want to do it next week. All right, well, we don't know what next week will be, but I think you want to go in a character way or just fight about Seth Rollins? I think we need to discuss whether or not he's overrated. I think it's an easy win for me, so I, I want to do oh, it it's week. not – okay. Maybe we'll throw it in the mix. <laughs> we'll throw it. I'm actually going to type it in. Um, but nonetheless, thank you guys so much for listening. Appreciate it. Um, if my mom's listening, I'll take you to the doctors tomorrow.